Gilligan Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 271. My name is J.J.M. Clark, J. the Jedi, Ross, Ross, Jedi, J. And it's always so wonderful to have all you beautiful babies back here with me in the L5J studios for day 10, session 10 of 30 podcasts in 30 days. What the hell am I doing? Um, I'm having fun. I hope you're all having fun. Uh, I know there's a bunch of you that have come along for the ride. Uh, I know there's a few of you out there who have actually heard uh, every one of these 30 and 30 sessions. So thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying. Uh, I'm trying to make it as easy as I can with a little bit of 10-minute blast at you every day. Uh, and it's fun. We're having fun. I hope you're having fun. Talking about all these Kickstarters and a few other cool little things along the way. Uh, today... Today's Kickstarter, uh, it's a good one. It's number four, uh, issue number four, of Oric of the Great White North. Uh, if you're not familiar with Oric of the Great White North, it's a comic that was created a, a couple of years ago. Uh, it, it's an exciting story. Uh, it's about a miner, uh, like a miner mining in the mines like 100 years ago or way back when. Uh, and he gets given by a northern goddess, or I guess you could say that, uh, a Novana-type uh, situation. Uh, yeah, he gets given powers, uh, and he is blessed or cursed, uh, either way that you want to look at it, uh, with becoming Defender of the 49th Parallel. So uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, and he turns into a lion man. He turns into a man-lion. With uh, epic powers and uh, strength and a sword and uh, badassness. Uh, and he goes around protecting and saving things. And he is Auric of the Great White North. Uh, a few years ago this began and now we are on uh, issue four. Uh, that's what the Kickstarter for is right now. Issue four. Uh, this book's done by Andrew Thomas, uh, known for Captain Canuck and chapter house and some cool other stuff so here's what we have we have orc of the great white north number four friend or foe who is the masked man they call Desbois? find out in this exciting chapter of orc of the great white north uh they're looking for one thousand five hundred dollars that's their pledge goal and they're good $2,151 has been pledged to this project by 32 backers, and they still got nine days to go. So dive on in to get some of them cool stretch goals and rewards that are coming your way, kids. Uh, I met Andrew uh, at a few shows uh, a while ago, and every time I see Andrew, it's a very, very pleasant situation. And uh, it's cool. Um, Andrew's a nice guy, and his uh, his team is cool. So let me give you a little bit of a blow-by of what is going on uh, in this new issue. Uh, it's modern day, and it's been about a decade since Oryx saved the North from its century-long battle against an evil curse. 
But with the curious reemergence of monsters, our hero has returned to fight for his people. Now in his golden years, Oric has assembled a new team and struggles to battle a whole new generation of beasts, all while dealing with the fact that he is no longer in his prime. As a face from Oric's past emerges with a so-called cure to the curse, and as the faith of his people begins to unravel, does Oryx still have what it takes to step up and be the hero he once was? Uh, obviously, this is a very Canadian comic book, uh, and Canadians should check it out. It's a great comic book for the whole family, and everybody can sit down and read this together. Uh, the team is Davis Dewsbury is the writer. Andrew Thomas is artist and letters. Sharon Gautier is on the colors, and Donovan Yasiek is on the cover colors. So uh, the book is beautiful. It, it pops. It's it's bright, awesome colors, very, very cool original characters. There's a bit of a trend in Canadian comics to make things as Canadian as you possibly can. And the thing I like about Auric is that it doesn't throw Canada in your face as far as you don't have to stare at a maple leaf page after page. Uh, it's based more in folk, like a folklore type uh, scenario. Um, and he's a lion man, and his suit is not red and white. It's green. He's got a big cape and a big giant sword. And a lot of the characters in Auric are very, very original. Um, of course, with Canadian flair and Canadian influence, but that's what I love to see. I love to see a Canadian comic book taking place in Canada, uh, but not just, you know, mashing you in the face with a maple leaf. So that's one of the wonderful things about Auric. Uh, he's lost the step and probably the faith of his people, but a real hero keeps moving forward. Can Auric persevere? Maybe with the help of an old new or new team, teammate? And who exactly is the masked man they call Desbois? Find out in this exciting new chapter of Auric of the Great White North. The art is stunning. Art's amazing. I've read issues in the past that have been fantastic, so I'm sure that uh, issue four is going to be no different. But let me tell you about the few, uh, few of the things that you can pick up. Uh, there's a mini print and a sticker with every physical pledge. How's that? Artwork by Gibson Quarter. With colors by Don, uh, Donovan Yasiek, you can also pledge for the original pinup artwork. Uh, Gibson Quarter of Raid Studios. If you're not familiar with Gibson, he is one badass artist. Uh, this print is incredibly beautiful. Uh, very cool stretch goals have been unlocked. Trading cards and a Mike Ruth mini print. With every physical pledge, Mike's print is insane. I tell you, Mike Ruth is probably the number one best kept secret in Canada at the moment. Everybody who looks at Mike and Mike's art cannot understand how he's just not at the top right now. I don't mean his game's not at the top. His game is on point. But I mean how nobody big has scooped him up yet and is paying him uh, to live life as an artist is mind-blowingly ridiculous. So uh, if you want some very cool original Mike Ruth art uh, variant cover, you should check that out. His variant is just sick. Just sick, Mike Ruth. It's beautiful. What else we got going on here? We got some cool T-shirts. Uh, you can become a monster yourself in issue number five, uh, which is always fun to get yourself into a comic book. So definitely get on that. Uh, this Debois, I hope I'm saying that right. I think it's Debois. 
uh, I'm using my Canadian Frenchness to to assume that it's Desbois. Uh, there's a Desbois sketch here to let you know what he looks like on the Kickstarter page by Arnold Trinidad, and uh, it's a, it's a beautiful pencil sketch here. Uh, Y'all need to check that out. Um, let's see what else is going on here. I already gave you the numbers, didn't I? Um, again, this is a wonderful comic for everybody. You can read this with the kids and not be worried. Uh, you may have to explain a few things, but no gore, no no madness, no nothing that uh, you can't enjoy uh, with your kids, dare. So uh, what pledges did I say we got here? Of course, you can pledge to get the digital copy, and the physical copy, the Mike Ruth variant. Get on that. God, I love Mike Ruth. And not just such an amazing artist, but such a cool guy. It just makes you want him to fucking succeed that much more. Mike Ruth. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm glad he's hooked up with Andrew here because Andrew's a hell of a nice guy too. And uh, this is just a, a, a project made by a bunch of nice people. Uh, if you pledge $30 or more, you can get a very cool Auric t-shirt. Uh, and again, pledge $75 Canadian or more, and you get drawn into issue five. So if you want to be in a very cool Canadian comic book, get on that one. Uh, also, don't forget the original artwork by Gibson Quarter. As I said, Desbois sketch by Arnold Trinidad. Like I said, a lot of cool people involved. Uh, Hugh Rookwood has also done an Oryx sketch. Um, yeah, fun stuff. So, kids, I highly urge you to get on to Kickstarter and check out Auric, A-U-R-I-C, Auric of the Great White North, Issue 4. Uh, support Canadian comic books, especially ones that don't overdo it. Ones, uh, This is a comic that is Canadian in its soul, not Canadian in its appearance. Although, it's of course, it's Canadian. It's in the North and Canadian stuff, but... These aren't a bunch of people based on hockey players and donuts and maple syrup, uh, you know, and, and I love that fact about Auric. And it's a great comic. It's just a fun book and a fun story. So, kids, Andrew Thomas, it's his, uh, it's his, little, it's his little baby, Auric, and you support, should support. Uh, and for those of you out there who want to see a unique Canadian comic, and uh, for those of you in the U.S. of A. or anywhere else who thinks that Canadian comics are just guys running around in Maple Leafs, uh, a lot more can be done with it, which is something I like to encourage. So uh, there you go. Happy Friday. Hope you all get on board. Nine days to go. Again, they don't need your help, but if you want more cool stretch goals, get on there so they have your help and don't miss out on this. Uh, did I say Mike Ruth? I think I might have mentioned Mike Ruth, uh, but him being involved is very, very cool. So to Andrew Thomas and his team, congratulations on uh, busting the hell out of your uh, your goal there. Obviously, people are enjoying Oric and they want more of Oric. and I love books that also continue to come and come out on a regular basis. So it's a lot of fun. So kids, there you go. Check out Auric of the Great White North number four on Kickstarter now. You got nine days to go. Um, I just want to mention that yesterday was announced brand new Star Wars trilogy coming our way from Mr. Ryan Johnson. Nobody's even seen The Last Jedi yet, and I know that uh, Lucasfilm loved working with him, and it was a great, rare, unique experience seeing him craft the movie. But, man, they got to have some faith. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to The Last Jedi, like no Star Wars movie before it, I think. Um, 
except maybe the anticipation that was coming up uh, before Phantom Menace just because we hadn't had Star Wars in so many years. And that was still the days when you had to line up. I still, I lined up for three days to get tickets to Phantom Menace. It was like one of the last big, great lineup movies until everything went crazy and they just started showing them every hour on the hour in 24 different theaters in one cinema. So, very, very excited about this. Um, You know, it's going to be a non-Star Wars saga trilogy. I mean, sorry, a non-Skywalker saga trilogy. I don't know how that's going to connect. I thought it would continue on without them anyways, and it would just be Ray and them doing their stuff. Uh, maybe this is a sign that Luke lives. Maybe Luke doesn't die, which would be interesting, leaving the future open for maybe cameos from him in future movies and just little snippets. Maybe he'll be, he himself will become the Boba Fett of the new Star Wars universe. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just... Just kind of rambling off thoughts in my head. But also, we are finally getting officially that live-action TV show that they've been talking about for years. Of course, the second they said they were going to do that for Disney's new streaming service, everybody freaked the fuck out and was like, Old Republic? Old Republic? I really hope they got to get there soon. There is an obvious demand and a huge want for the Old Republic era, even if it's changed, which it'll have to be, because a lot of the stuff from the Old Republic doesn't exactly fit canon, or at least where they're going with canon. I think some seriously old-school mythical Star Wars is in order. Um, You know me, though. I'm a bit of a bias when it comes to wanting nothing but Jedi. Jedi and Sith, Sith and Jedi. I don't need all that other stuff. So I want to see lightsabers and so uh, very, very excited. Maybe soon we'll have a big wrap them up. Maybe we'll get uh, one of our Star Wars friends on the show and have a big uh, wrap up about the Star Wars. Hopefully we'll hear a little bit more today. It was just late last night that it was announced and we have like no details on it other than the fact that it's a non-Skywalker saga. Three more movies. I know that Ryan Johnson is going to direct the first, produce the, the next. I don't know. What'll happen? Uh, I really want to see other directors get a shot. I really want to see their takes on Star Wars. So it'd be very cool to get uh, some very neat people involved. Uh, but as we know, JJ is, of course, uh, stepping in to do episode nine. So who knows? He may have big shoes to fill. Um, I hope things don't get disjointed. I hope uh, that the third doesn't feel a lot like the first, like Force Awakens, and then we have this epic, weird, different, awesome thing in The Last Jedi in the middle. That feels weird. Uh, But we'll see how it works out. Things have been going okay so far. Uh, You know, I got more Jedi lore out of uh, Rogue One than I did out of Force Awakens. So, you know. But you know me, kids. I love the comics. Love the books. That's what I grew up on with Star Wars. The movies are fun and all. But, uh, you know... It's old school shit I love. So there you go, kids. Happy Friday. Hope you all have a wonderful weekend. I'll be back tomorrow with something different. There's a few other Kickstarters out there I definitely want to talk about. But for now, get on the Kickstarter uh, train. Go to Oric of the Great White North. Number four, congratulations, guys, on your fundage. It's good Canadiana without being over-Canadianicized. Just made up a word, Canadianicized. Just start writing down the words that I invent on this show. Actually make a little elegant weapon dictionary. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be cool. Uh, There you go. Thanks so much, kids. That's all we're going to have today on an elegant weapon. Take it easy.